When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Welcome back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson, along with Mr. Rocco Bellello. A.K.A. DJ Rock Lobster. All right. Machine Gun Kelly, we just played. He's in town tomorrow night. Oh, is that right? Where is he playing? The Armory. Oh, I hear that's a great venue. Are you it going is a to see super him? good venue? No, um, there was an interesting article in the paper yesterday about how the Armory does not have a specific uh, COVID policy. So while some artists like Kesha and St. Vincent are saying yes, you have to have the Vax, Machine Gun Kelly does not. I say no, you mm. don't. So that'll be eight thousand people tomorrow night at the Armory. Good luck with that. Yes. Okay. Okay. Uh, so you checked out the 9-11 docuseries, One Day in America. Yes. What did you think? Um, I thought that it was r- riveting. I thought that it was really upsetting. Um, you know, here's what's interesting about it. So this is a six-part series. Donna's seen the whole thing. And it's on Nat Geo. I believe, based on being on NationalGeographic.com, um, I just watched it through like Xfinity mm-hmm. On Demand and oh, it pulled okay. up. I believe it is available on Disney Plus through the Nat Geo channel. Mm-hmm. Okay. The tab there. Um, let me say this as context. I have done deep dives on YouTube before of footage of 9-11 and the planes hitting the towers and uh, mm-hmm. re-watching parts of the Today Show when they were on the air and were trying to make sense of what just happened right before they went off the air, too, mm-hmm. by the way. Um, so I've, I've looked at a lot of footage out there before. Mm-hmm. Almost everything that I saw in the first episode of this, I had never seen before. It felt like brand new wow. footage and extended clips. So even if there was a clip that you've seen before of, you know, there's a New Yorker who sort of hears the plane coming in. And this is like a famous clip that is in the thing where they look up and then you see the plane hit the second tower. Um, there you see uncut. It feels uncut and unedited. And what's really fascinating about the first episode is there just so happened to be a camera crew following a fire chief that day. By the way, this is not super abnormal. KSTP, like Five Eyewitness News, they'll do this where you just do a ride along with MnDOT during a snowstorm. Oh, okay. So it almost struck you like, and they didn't explain it, so I'm guessing it was something like this, a ride along that a professional photographer was doing with this fire crew. And so the morning starts with they're checking out a gas leak on some random street in Manhattan mm-hmm. and testing for it, testing for it. 
And the camera is rolling the whole time that these guys are there testing for this gas leak, which, and then it intersperses with air traffic control, trying to talk to a plane that's not responding to them. And then it goes back to it. And then you're hearing from, it's, it's the story of survivors. They're the ones who are telling the story. There is no narrator. And there is no celebrity. There's no politicians. There are no, you're not seeing Good Morning America. It's all from people who were there on that day. And what was really the never before seen footage for me was once this fire crew that's checking on this gas leak on the street, they hear the explosion behind them. And the camera can turn and like get the towers there. Oh my gosh, there's been an explosion. Was that a plane? Immediately they get into their trucks and they drive over to the Twin Towers and you're with them during the whole drive. And you sense the immediate chaos like like no other clips ever show you because you're there with a fire crew five minutes before it happened when life was totally normal. Can one of the schmucks who caused this gas leak get this thing fixed? Right. To this is going to be one of the worst days of our lives. And for some of us, this will be the last day day of of our our life. Watching that was incredible. And then you're with the fire team and this fire chief that you're tagging along with inside of the lobby of Tower One at the World Trade Center as they all try to make sense of it. One of the interesting things they mentioned is as fire crews, and it was all hands on deck. The call out to New York City was anybody you mm-hmm. have, send them yep. to the World Trade Center. They mentioned how these fire teams were coming in quietly, almost like they knew. They had an awareness. This is grisly. Whatever we're about to go into is tough. So yeah. there was no yeah. chaos with the fire crews as they came in, standing in different parts of the lobby, awaiting their marching orders. They were standing there with this calmness. But then... You would tap into moments of chaos as individual teams huddled up, and we need you guys to go there. Everybody stay together. You're hearing all of this. Yes. The most, and by the way, the personal connections that you hear, the way that they unfold a couple of these stories with one gentleman who's working at the World Trade Center that day, a woman comes out badly burned. He's with her, staying by her side. Yes. They then hear the second tower get hit by a plane. They say the Lord's Prayer. At the end of the episode, they reveal something about what actually happened when that second plane hit uh, the tower, which was so awful. Was so awful, and and I, I mean this For in a very respectful man. way, was wonderful storytelling. How they told that it was like that's, what. That's what makes it stand out to me is you're taking all the noise, you know, mm-hmm. all the distractions out of the story, and you're getting a better idea of how things unfolded throughout the day yes i also thought that it captured in a way that other clips don't when there's a news anchor reading over it and here are the scenes from the twin towers when you are a camera on the ground that day it showed the utter chaos of the moments after both of the explosions and then when the tower came down not only in these buildings but on the streets surrounding the buildings how shook all of new york was I will say this, and they warn you at the beginning of it's each of these. It's hard to watch. I, they, they tell you there are traumatic things. There are images of trauma. There are, you know, and, and if you're thinking like Nat Geo, there's obviously there's all sorts of language and all sorts of visuals that you see. Yes. So if, if you're thinking I need to teach my kids about it, you might just want to watch this yourself first to figure yes. out. Because I yes. had even, as I mentioned, I've watched all this, I, I thought, 
all the footage before. So much of this video went to the 9-11 Museum. They were able to now stitch it together and tell it as a narrative in a way that you've never seen it before. This sounds so grim. I have seen video before of people who were hanging out of windows at Mm -hmm. the World Trade Center and said, Mm -hmm. I just have to jump. It's burned to death or it's jump. Right. And I've seen those videos before, and they're so terrible. This, not only do you see that video, but... You hear it. You hear it from the lobby of the World Trade Center as they're in there with that camera crew that you start the show with, and you hear such loud thuds, slams onto the roof, the lower roof of the lobby at the World Trade Center, and you see all these... these, these firefighters wincing when they hear the sound and they know what it is. And then it takes them a couple seconds and then they regroup and then three more seconds go by. Bang. Yep. You hear it again. And I just was hit with such a gosh, you were just reminded of the, the horror mm-hmm. of that day and yep. the heroism of that day. Absolutely. All in one. And one of the things that the filmmakers said, and I know we have to go, but um that, They were very careful to make sure that the people, for example, who were jumping Mm -hmm. were unidentifiable. Yes. Because this can be very triggering Mm -hmm. as someone, you know, who who may have lost a family member. Oh, my gosh. At uh, on that day. So the episode, the second episode is the South Tower. The third is about the building's collapse. The fourth they call the cloud. Um, and then the fifth and sixth are about really trying to search for survivors amongst the rubble, et cetera. And it's really wonderful storytelling. So it's um, excellent. It really is excellent. It's called nine eleven one day in America. Uh, I think it should be required for college students, maybe, you know, to- we were just i and now we're really up against the clock. We just had a guy on, by the way, Friday night, uh, seven p m on five eyewitness news is going to be a Minnesota documentary about nine eleven and oh. the Minnesotans who were impacted who were there. It's going to air seven o'clock on five eyewitness news, Wonderful. and it'll get it all done in in an hour. it's it does it's really wow, fast moving. Cool. But he was talking to us about how uh, some schools, even in high schools, it's not required learning. Wow. And so not in all, but in some, in some states. And I mean, my goodness. So uh, anyway, we got to go, but really, really riveting to see that 9-11 one day in America. When we come back, let's yin and yang, that very serious and meaningful. Now we get to a really, really stupid study. I have bad news for Donna and how she (laughs) sleeps. And it might just impact some of you too. We'll explain when we come back on Donna and Steve. Hello. Donna and Steve on my talk, 1071 Everything Entertainment. <sighs> oh boy, are we ready for a study? Let's do it. Studies have shown that studies medic- have shown that the microbial Several long-term studies have shown they've studied the studies. Several scientific studies have shown. And here with their findings are study buddies. The perfect nerd couple. Donna and Steve. Well, listen, I don't create the studies, I just report on them. All right. Bad news for Donna Valentine, and maybe bad news for some of you. Do you sleep naked? Yes. You're soiling your sheets every night. (laughs) This is before the juice cleanse? I mean, this is... Wait, it's just going to get in a compounding way worse and worse for the state of Donna's sheets. If you sleep in the buff, like Donna has for decades, yes? Yeah. Yeah. Why again? I don't know. I don't want stuff getting... Like, if I'm wearing a shirt 
then when I roll over, then the shirt gets stuck Tangled. and tucked, and it's just uncomfortable. Thank you. Unbelievable. Only in my own home. Like, I wouldn't, like, sleep over at someone else's house. Like I don't it. mean to be pushy, but does there's you're you're fully yeah naked right yes okay so you're sleeping no true naked not yeah. like uh, just like top off or something like that no well this is terrible news for you there's a doctor on tiktok don't believe him named tony yoon he wants you to know how disgusting you are <laughs> he says no one in their right mind should be sleeping next to you <clears throat> The reason is, and this is from a doctor on TikTok, all that gas that you pass in your sleep generally contains some small amount of fecal matter. So I want you to think about your sheets. Don't get gross about it. Just think about your sheets. He says the average person breaks wind 15 to 25 times per day. Hold my beer. And some of those um, occur in your sleep. So you can essentially just slightly dirty your sheets no. every night. Clothing catches a hundo P, 100% of those particles. So as long as you're wearing underwear, your sheets would stay relatively clean. Before you answer. <laughs> I, don't, I wasn't going to. <laughs> it's even worse when you take that information and you think this. In a random new survey on dog sleep. 41% of dog owners say that their pet has been known to break wind while sleeping. 75% also say that their dogs run in their sleep. That's a dream situation. That's different. But now, I got you in the bed. I got Buddy in the bed. Neither of you are wearing pants. You need to wash your sheets more. And now the juice cleanse on top of it. And by the way, TJ Rock Lobster. Yes. He just totally threw me under the bus. We're having a conversation with Bradley. <laughs> Donna's stomach goes. <laughs> and then she suddenly we're a team, Rocco. And she said, oh, our stomachs are making crazy noises. <laughs> it's like, oh, it made a noise all morning. Hmm. Donna, what do you do with all this information? And what would you say I, to your fellow nudists? First of all, I call foul. On this doctor who, Why? whatever his fake name is. Tony, Tony Yoon. Why? Because he's a TikTok? Partially. Okay. I don't think that's true for everyone. What do you mean? I don't think everyone is doing the things that he claims they are doing in their sleep. I think everyone is. Don't you think? No, I don't. Oh, is this like a... Okay, I see what's happening. here. I just... You think that you're the and one I who doesn't. Alone. You're a lady. Yes. <laughs> I sleep alone. What does it matter? I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game. And you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. I think he just doesn't want you rolling around in dirty sheets. Jeez. Oh, How often do you clean your sheets? Once a week. Okay. Thank you. How Why often do you not? clean your sheets? Bottoms. 
Because that's not a fabric-y situation. Because now you're just used to it. Well, I think it's good for ladies to oh, free no. themselves and air. You know, it's good for your your health. Do you guys hear about uh, Dancing with the Stars season 30? <laughs> <laughs> Who's on the list, Rocco? Uh, JoJo Siwa, Sunny yes. Lee, the guy, the guy from The Bachelor. The guy from the Peloton app. Uh, the guy from Cobra Kai. Anything yeah. else you guys want to talk about? Uh, Rocco, how do you sleep at night? Uh, boxers and t-shirt. Oh, you do a t-shirt. Because mm-hmm. I'm with you, Donna. I don't like wearing a t-shirt either because I do find that it's tangly and it like is pulling against my neck. Thank you. But the bottoms is a really easy solution, I think. Fine. You could throw on some uh, uh, chill boys boxers. All right, I'll do it. You happy? No, I did oh, not happy that you make me have to be a monster. I just read you the studies. You were the only one that it pertained to this morning. <laughs> I don't believe that guy. We have audio of him, and he sounds not doctory. <laughs> I love that you don't believe you do that in your sleep. This is a classic case of everybody thinking they're, you know, what's the outcast line? Mm. I know you like to thank your don't stank, but lean a little bit close. Right, Rocco? Uh, outcast? Yeah. yeah. Hmm. I think maybe we should play a game. Anything to divert from what's been going on here <laughs> Well, you're good. bringing up these weird topics. They, the studies, studies came that way today, and you're the only nude sleeper that I know. I bet not. Well, you're the only one who's flamboyant about it. You flaunt it all the time. All right. Uh, So we're going to need a couple of people on the line, right? Yes. To play our little game called the Millennial X Games. We need a millennial to call in right now. Born after uh, 1980, give us a call. Hmm. 651-641-1071. Born before 1980, you could be my lifeline to help me with the Gen X questions that I have to answer. Hmm. 651-641-1071. It'll be me versus Donna. We haven't seen the questions yet. You haven't seen the questions yet. Rocco leads the way. That coming up next. When we come back, it is the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. Come. All right. Uh, do we need somebody? We do. We've got our Gen Xer, Larry Ooh. and Afton. Ooh, Larry. 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 So, yeah, if there's uh, somebody out there that would consider themselves to be a millennial, what would we say that's in there? Somebody about between 30 and 40? Yeah, born uh, around 1980 or after. Yeah, that'll yeah. work. All right, so we'll wait for them to uh, get on the line. I love Afton. Have you been to Afton? I have been to Afton. It's a real cute town. It is cute. Then there's Afton Apple. We were just there on Twin Cities Live yesterday, a nice uh, apple orchard with many of the apples already ripening. You were in Afton yesterday? Well, I wasn't. The show was. Oh. That's interesting. Why? Because it's a coincidence that Larry is from Afton, and you just had people out there. Isn't that something? That's really crazy. I'm going to go to the Wisconsin <laughs> Dells soon, too, by the way. I just want you to be prepared for that, okay? Okay. All right, thanks, The Steve. Dells, I'm coming for you. All right, I'm hitting this button. Okay. Generation X versus Millennials. These are the Millennial X Games. Steve, the Millennial. <sighs> I can't even. Versus Donna, the Gen Xer. Like, totally awesome. And here's your host, DJ Rock Lobster. Lobster. Okay, we did, uh, we did get a millennial. All right. That's Jessica. So we've got Jessica and Larry. Hi, guys. Uh, who do you want to talk to first? Um, Larry. Larry. Okay, here comes Larry. There he is. 
Hey, Larry. Hey, Larry. Hi. How's it going? Pretty good. Thinking about you uh, sleeping in the nude right now. Okay. Um, okay easy, Jesse. Larry. Easy. That was all about a study. Are you just take it easy, man? All right. What's your problem? Let's right. go to Jessica. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Jessica. Hi, Jessica. Hi. Hi. Thanks for calling in. You're going to partner with me. Okay, cool. Okay. Wait, Larry's my guy? Isn't he? Oh, man. You get Larry. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Can't take him anywhere. All right, Rocco. <laughs> okay. I'm going to um, go first. All right. Let's do that then. Um, are you ready? Yes, sir. Okay, do it. <laughs> Music. Okay. Kyle Gass is the number two guy in what millennial comedy rock duo? Comedy rock duo. Mm-hmm. Kyle Gas. Mm-hmm. Staying right on theme. <laughs> right. I'm gonna go straight to Jessica. Jessica. Let's hope Jessica knows. Kyle Gas is the number two guy in what millennial comedy rock duo? Oh my god! I. <laughs> it's it's have hard. No idea. Kyle Gass. Well, let's think of comedy rock duos. Yeah, how many are there? What about Jack Black? Doesn't he have a... Oh. I forget the name of his band, though. Jack Black's band. Or how about those guys, you know, if I had a million dollars. You know those guys. Are you talking about LMFAO? Is that what no, she said? That no, that was uh, Bare Naked Ladies. Yeah. Oh, God, boy. they're annoying. Speaking of on topic. <laughs> yeah, wow. We're going to say ladies. Jack Black's band. Final answer. Rocco. Uh, Don't even know, Rocco. Rocco. She hasn't had food in like half a, <laughs> half a point at most. All right, I'll take half. It is. It is. Tenacious D. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, Jessica, that was good, though. You helped us job, get on the Jessica. board a little. All right, hang on. Okay, cool. Right, that's hang a half point. On. Half a point, I accept. Okay, that means we go to Stevie. Kyle Gas. And, um... Bare Naked Ladies. I mean, what's going on here? <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's just play. I've got the wheel. Hey, how about that? Movies. Movies. Nice. 1991, Martin Scorsese directed a film called Cape Fear. Mm. It was about a convicted bad guy released from prison after serving a 14-year sentence Mm. who then stalks the family of the lawyer who originally defended him. Mm -hmm. The actor who played the convict won MTV's Best Villain at the MTV Movie Awards that year. Who played him? I'm going to write down my answer just in case. Johnny Depp or something. Oh, man. Cape Fear. 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 Not fear is fear itself. Ah, dang it. Um, I'm gonna go to uh, creepy Larry. 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 Larry will know. Larry, did you see Cape Fear back in '91? I did. Who right, played Larry. the bad guy? Uh, I believe it was Robert De Niro. Dang it. I mean, dang it that I needed a lifeline, but Larry. You're my blood brother, man, and I'm glad that you did that. I'm going to go De Niro, final answer. Yeah. Yes. All right, Larry. All right. Good job. He was, he redeemed himself. Yes. Think. Okay. Good job. 
Good job. I'm going to spin, okay? Okay. No! Oh, no. I'm going to go back to the MTV uh, Movie Awards. These ones from 2002. Uh, in that year, um, a scene featuring the song Elephant Love Medley won Best Musical Sequence. What movie in 2002 was Elephant Love Medley from? Water for Elephant. <laughs> <laughs> Elephant love medley. Um, I'm gonna say. Do you know it, Steve? No, I'm trying to think. 2002. El- Can I hear how elephant love medley goes? I probably could. I'd allow that. Um, Thanks, Steve. Let me just pull it up on the old uh, Spotify. Okay. Elephant love medley. I think you'll know it once you hear it. Here it goes. Okay, I 2002. Sure it did. Uh, could it be the greatest showman? Mm. The greatest showman final. Oh, that Steve, do you know? Do you Is that Chicago? It? No, Moulin Rouge. Oh, darn it. No, I thought you guys liked that movie. No, never seen it. I oh, saw it. Like it. It was fun. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that was from that movie. Oh, darn. All right, so it's one, one after one and a half. Okay. Going back it's one to half. To Steve, and we're going to go. Right. Music. Music. All right. Numerous members of the band The Eagles had top 20 hits in the 70s and 80s. Mm. Can you name two members of The Eagles? Mm. Don. Don Henley? And is it Jack Sprocket? <laughs> you silly. Jim, Robert, Bill, Bill. Bill? Bill? <laughs> Bill? <laughs> am, I, am I alive? Am I dead, Bill? Barry? See that moon? What do you want me to do? You want it? Say the word. I'll throw a lasso on it and bring it here. <laughs> How much time are you going to give this I'm gonna guy? I'm going to say... Rick is my final answer. Rick. In case I can get a half point. Um, Rick and Don. No. <laughs> uh, I'm good. Yeah, I was going to, at one point, I was going to ask for three, but that's good. So the two biggies are Don Henley and Glenn, Glenn Fry. Dang it. Another one would have been Joe Walsh. Yes. Timothy B. Schmidt. Joe Randy Walsh. Meisner. Don Felder. I don't know. The big ones that had big hits in the 80s. <laughs> ja, ja, Gabor. Anyway, so uh, it's bummer. one, one after two. It's one to half. Heading, that's right, heading into our third, and you ready, Donna? Headlines. Headlines. Oh, no. Okay, headlines right. it is. Let's take us back to 2004. Okay. Uh, in what European country were the 2004 Summer Olympics held? No idea. Wow, I love it when that bass hits, too. European country. The what Olympics? 2004 Summer Olympics. Summer. Europe. Europe. <laughs> um, I'm going to say it was... Uh, it was in... Paris? Italy? Paris, France? Oh, thanks for clarifying. Italy, Italy. 
<laughs> I don't know. Um, it was uh, it was kind of a significant one. Yeah, it was. Oh, Russia. When you think of the Olympic origins, Russia. I'm going to say. Hold on, have some cashew Greece. milk. Wow, Rocco's Greece. having his cashew milk already. All right, uh, I'm going to say Greece final. Greece. We will give her. Did you say country or city? I did say country. You were. Yeah. I know, but it was Athens, Greece. All right. All right. Yeah. Woo. Okay. One and a half to one. Here, give me that spoon back after I fed you. Okay. Yeah. Right. <laughs> All right, here we're going to go. Here's Steve's final one to tie it up, I think, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. No, yeah. this is for the win. <laughs> okay, fine. Lifestyle. Lifestyle. She wrote the 1987 book Beloved, and that led her to winning a Pulitzer Prize for fiction and eventually a Nobel Prize. Can you name the author of Beloved? Did you say what genre of a book this is? Steamy romance? I would say it's historical fiction, perhaps. All right, I'm going to go with this. Oh, Lord in heaven. My only possible guess, based on the awards that the person has won, is a woman that I met in New York City. You did not. Well, let's see if it's still impressive when I say my guess. Maya Angelou, final answer. No, Toni Morrison. Toni Morrison. And then underneath that, I wrote Maya Angelou, question mark. Toni Morrison. You lose, I win. We don't care about your story. (laughs) (laughs) And does that mean that uh, Jessica wins something? Yes, Jessica. Yay. Thanks for standing by. Congratulations. Thanks. I'm looking up to see what she won. It might be the wine tumbler. Oh, nice. Uh, All right, hold on. Sorry, Larry. Well, coffee tumbler. Oh, coffee tumbler. Way to go. Um, Awesome. Larry, anybody you would like to give a shout out to since I did not come through for us? I do apologize. Larry. Larry. Uh, Good try, Steve. (laughs) Thank you, Larry. I appreciate that. All right. Bye, Larry. Okay, that's that. Hmm. How's everybody doing? Did you have any uh, cashews? I saw you yet? just take Not that yet. back like it was a mid-game Gatorade, Rocco. Nice. Good. Is it good? I hear that that is the MVP of the juice. Yeah, describe yes. the... Uh, well, actually, we'll, we'll talk about it when we come back. Okay. Let's take a quick break. When we come back, we'll uh, wrap up day one of our uh, juice cleanse here on the Donna and Steve show, also known as Shusha and Rajneesh, next on My Talk. Final stretch of the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. This is fun today. See, you know, hello, what's the variable, Donna? Oh, we're doing a juice cleanse. We are doing a juice cleanse, and it is deeply impacting our mindset. That's what we're finding. I feel okay. That's better than where you started. I know. (laughs) Earlier this morning, Donna came in wearing a frown. She seemed angry at me. I probably was. She said she was hungry already. I am hungry. She had already consumed two juices, and it wasn't yet 8.30. <laughs> and that, my friends, is not how they prescribe it. I, she got through her I, first 90 minutes of, they can't tell me what to do or when to do it. 
And now you've found your equilibrium again. I'm thinking about eating the bottle. No, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. No, no, no. Okay. No, we just drink the liquid within it. Okay. And receive the nutrient rush to your bloodstream. Rush. Niche. Imagine how many toxins are in your body. Yeah, there's a lot. And they're all getting flooded out. Now, we have a wonderful drink that you and I haven't tried yet as a part of this. Oh, yeah. Email us if you want us to tell you the link to where you can buy it. But it's called cashew milk. Rocco, would you please read off the ingredients oh, sure. on the cashew milk? Um, no, it's too hard for me to read. But I think it is. Oh, here it is. The front. Cashew. <laughs> cinnamon. I was looking on the back. Could you read it more? Tiny. Sort of like zen-ish. Yeah, oh, sorry, you- sorry, sorry, sorry. Let me get. Yeah, slow down. Man. You know, not only is this music a Gregorian chants, it's at it's recorded or at, at 432 hertz, which supposedly I just went down the rabbit hole of is brings us extra relaxation. Yes, there are some uh, relaxing things you can find on YouTube. They don't even have the chance, and it's just. Hmm. Tell okay. us the ingredients. I stayed in. I stayed in a. Um, okay, a monastery once. In Maine, in Kennebunkport. And this is what I woke up to in the morning. Beautiful. Yeah. How peaceful. Now to the ingredients pretty. of the cashew. Okay. Uh, how do I say the first one, Donna? Cashew? Cashew. Cashew. Cashew, cinnamon, date. Oh, I like date. Sea salt. Oh, I like that. Water. I like that. Safflower. What Ooh. is that? I don't know what that one is either. Now, this is the thicky. This is 490 calories. Yes, give it to me. This will coat your bones and your innards. It will quiet the hunger pangs. Now, I have peed, I believe, six times today, maybe seven. And all of them have been full emissions. (laughs) And that's going to be a problem for me. Because okay. I there's a lot of liquid involved in this. Because they tell you to do a gallon of water a day. Yeah, you should Plus, do that anyway. What is six times sixteen? Six times that's ninety six other ounces of non water that you're drinking through the juice. So all told, we are at a hundred and two hundred and twenty four ounces of water a day. We're flushing. We be flushing, y'all. Yeah. Hashtag me go wee wee. Anybody else doing this with us? Yeah, we have a lot of people who have emailed and made the purchase yesterday. Wow. I mean, if you just look at me, you, and Rocco, that's three. My sister, Janie, and Lou are doing it. That's five. We prop. My mom said she was about to pull the trigger. Let's uh, let's get her to six, okay? Okay. And we must have had, I don't know, probably somewhere between about around eight people that emailed specifically asking for the link because they want to do it. Yep. So now we're up into the teens. Oh, this is great. We got a phone. Got a phone call coming in. Phone call coming, coming in, in hot. Bring we, it. Take it live. Guten we'll do it live. Guten Tag. Hello, Hi. Guten Tag. Welcome to the Juice Monastery. Who this? <laughs> this is Kathy. I just wanted you to know that eight eight-ounce glasses is a gallon. Oh, Kathy. Yeah, what you Kathy, should do every day. No, 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 Kathy. You're wrong, and you need to receive this publicly. Okay. Eight eight times eight is sixty four ounces, and I believe right. that there are a hundred and twenty eight ounces in a gallon. Oh, is that right? Oh, you may be right. Hang on. No. Eight ounces water. Eight ounces is one glass of water. Yeah, eight ounces is one glass of water. Sixty four would take us to like uh, two liters. 
which is half a gallon. One liquid gallon is 128 U.S. fluid ounces. Do you want to join our juice cleanse? Sounds like you could use a mental flush. I do. I think I could use that. <laughs> oh we'll send you over some dandelion to get you started, because that was in one of my drinks today. Kathy, thank you that for listening. Awesome. Bye, Kathy. Right, that sounds great. All right. Good luck. Thank you. Bye. Jeez, Steve. Well, listen. Sometimes you got to clap back. She's going to grow from that. She's never going to make that mistake again. <laughs> Ever since the cleanse, I you have really? started saying again differently. <laughs> I will admit, and it does say that's a side effect. There's going to be like uh, BC before the cleanse and, and AC. AC. You remember Steve? Didn't he change his name formally to Rajneesh Peabone? Oh my God. <laughs> P-bone. Good morning. It's Rajneesh P-bone. All right. We can be done with this music, right? What are you going to do after this, Donna? You got some choices to make. And I really am afraid for you. And here's why. Okay. I need this. I don't need. I hope that this is a busy day of errands and activities for you. Because if not, I'm concerned that. Idle hands are the devil's workshop, and you're going to go plow a sleeve of saltines. <laughs> <laughs> that, no, I'm not. I'm going to stick with it. I'm going to go take the dog for a walk. I'm going to stop uh, at a contractor's office, and bring them some insurance paperwork. Thank you. I had hail damage. Oh, hashtag okay. warrior. Right? Hashtag victim. Yeah. What are you going to do, Steve? Um, I'm going to try not to walk past the calf, the cafeteria, because yeah, I'm don't. sure whatever they have is going to smell like, you know, the cartoon scent when it's like green and wavy and then it pulls you over by the nostrils. That's how <laughs> I feel with the scent of food. I started describing food a little earlier, like the chicken quesadilla that they make downstairs where you can dip it into salsa and sour cream. Oh, why are, oh. You, why are you talking about that? I don't know. How good is the cashew milk? Was it tie me over, Rocco? I like it. It's kind of got that Christmassy sort of eggnog thing to it. Oh, okay. Donna! Also- no, cinnamon, Donna! Okay, okay. Okay, I'm back. Okay. Yeah, but it's kind of chalky. I don't know. It's kind of nutty. Okay. Oh, everybody's asking for the link. Yeah, we'll send them the link. More people are wow. coming. Go figure. We've started a movement again. This is how cults get started. You can listen to uh, my talk as podcast, by the way. Anything you missed yesterday as we were talking about doing this, and now today we're doing it, you can always catch up. Uh, you can download the Don and Steve Show podcast. You can download originals as well, like Deep in the Shallow with Colleen and Bradley. Oh, They've got new one. episodes out right now. Uh, download the original content as podcast. All of our shows available as podcast online, or get them through the MyTalk app. All right. When did you get here? I, Donna, I've been here the whole <laughs> morning. That's a side effect of the cleanse. <laughs> Colleen and Bradley are coming in next. We'll see you tomorrow.